0: Welcome to the All About You podcast. My name is Sheila and I am your host. In this podcast, I invite people to tell their stories of their travels, hobbies and passions. These podcasts are also now available on my All About You YouTube channel. So if you have a story to tell, please contact me on All About you podcast at yahoo.com and let's tell your story. Welcome to the All About You podcast and today I have a returning guest which is always good. My guest is Craig and we recorded a podcast back in February 2021 and we talked about productivity. Craig also has a podcast so I thought it'd be nice to have a conversation about the world of podcasting and the podcaster. So Craig, welcome back to the podcast.
1: It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me back on, Sheila.
0: Well, I do like to have a recurring guest. So, Craig, the last podcast we did together was about productivity. So, do we have an update on that one, briefly?
1: (laughs) An update? Well, I constantly struggle with productivity, as you know. And my biggest problem is I am a pretty good planner, monthly, quarterly, yearly. But things come in, life happens, and that really upsets my cart. But I'm working on it. I'm trying to be more flexible and not get too anxious and upset when things get in the way and I get sidetracked. So generally speaking, it's going okay, but I think it's still a work in progress.
0: I think that's the thing about productivity. It is a work in progress. New things, new apps come, new notebooks, new systems. It's just poetry in motion, isn't it?
1: And it makes it interesting.
0: It does, yeah. But we're not going to go on about productivity. I know you and I would, but that's not what this is about. So, Craig, you've got a podcast of your own. Can you tell us about that podcast? What's it called?
1: It's called Aprender Inglés con Reza y Craig. And as you probably guessed from the title, it's mainly aimed at Spanish listeners and it helps them improve their English because my friend, my co-host and I are both English teachers And it's hosted on the website inglespodcast.com.
0: So we're going to put links to your podcast on this conversation. So Craig, why did you first start a podcast?
1: As an English teacher, I was very keen to put exercises, courses, vocabulary and other resources online on a website. So way back in 2001, a long time ago my good friend and now business partner decided to launch a website called mansioningles.com. And of course, if you're learning a language, you need audio. So at first, we put audio files, MP3 files, on the website so that the students could click and listen to my pronunciation, my friends, my mums, my sisters, my brother, everybody came on the audio. And around about that time, I got interested in listening to podcasts. And I got very involved in how they work. So obviously, the next step was to create our own podcast about language learning that really sprung from the website where we were teaching English at the time.
0: Now, the interesting thing about podcasting, I'm coming up to two years of having my podcast. I have lots of conversations with people about podcasts. There are still a lot of people out there who have got no idea what a podcast is. And you can correct me here. When I try to explain, I said, it's rather like the radio, but you can pick a topic, probably any topic you can think of, gardening, history, poetry, cooking, psychology, languages, you name it, there will be a podcast about it. So it's almost like having your very own private radio station. Now, covering the technology, you can listen to a podcast on YouTube now, you can listen on your phone, through apps, you can have it on your computer, you can have it coming out of your TV, lots and lots of different ways. Podcasting is a huge resource for education as well as entertainment. So there really isn't a subject that you will not find a podcast about And my particular story is I love listening to podcasts with interviews about famous people, whether it's in the arts or somebody in the world of finance or anything like that. But I just think everyday people are so fascinating. Everybody's got a story, travel, a passion, an experience. And I just wanted to put the two together. And I have absolutely loved doing my podcast The education I've had from my guests has been absolutely phenomenal. What have you found from having a podcast? What have you discovered?
1: What have I discovered about myself or about the world of podcasting? The world of
0: podcasting. We'll we'll come on to about yourself in a minute, but the world of podcasting. The
1: world of podcasting has changed incredibly. I mean, I did start by myself podcasting as, as early as 2008, 2009, But when my co-host came on, it started to be good. Because in the beginning, it was really boring. It was only me, and I didn't really know what I was doing. But back in those days, it was a bit like the Wild West. Because you're right, it's a radio show for the internet, but without any gatekeepers. And what I mean by that is that if you, Sheila, wanted to start your podcast in the old days, you'd probably have to apply to the BBC or some approved platform in order to get your voice out there would of course with podcasts anybody now can create a podcast and that's why there's such a wide variety but what's been happening over the years the line's been blurred what is a podcast exactly now I don't want to get too techy but if you look on google for the definition it's a media file video or audio with an rss feed Which means as soon as Sheila releases the next podcast, if you're subscribed, you get that podcast automatically delivered to your podcast player. However, you mentioned before YouTube. Well, is it really a podcast if it's only on YouTube? And that's the debate among podcasters at the moment. Spotify. We have loads of listeners on Spotify. But is that a podcast? Because it's only on Spotify. So... We're not too sure where the medium of podcast is going, and it's a very interesting transition stage. So that's a a very condensed history of where we came from and where we are now.
0: One thing I wanted to cover from what you've just said, Craig, I've always thought podcasts are for your ears and YouTube is for your eyes. Because YouTube, whether you're watching cuddly kittens playing or whether you're learning how to cook something or... For me, learning Spanish. I've got an online Spanish teacher there, free videos, and I can watch them over and over and again. But I think, as you say, these two worlds are colliding now.
1: Yes, they are. And a third of the internet is on YouTube. Just stop and think about that for a second. One third of the world's population is on YouTube. It's the second biggest search engine after Google. And a lot of people listen to audio podcasts, ...while they're doing other things. So their YouTube app is open. They're doing the ironing. They're walking around. They've got their YouTube open and they're listening in the background. So I agree with you that really it is mainly a video platform. But as, as I said before, the line's getting blurred. And I opened a separate channel on YouTube only for the podcast. To keep the audio separate. So YouTube are also opening a podcast section which is separate and they're hand-picking particular podcasts. that are very successful, and they're starting to get into the world of podcasting because they're looking at Spotify and the money they're making, and podcast content is free. So they're getting all this content free, and YouTube are seriously looking at podcasting now, and they're also attending podcasting conferences, which is very interesting.
0: I think one thing that I always think is really interesting, when... And how do you think people listen to your podcast? You've just mentioned people are doing the ironing. I imagine with your podcast, a lot of your students are listening to the podcast, but they may be sitting there and taking notes. Because I think, for me particularly, I can listen to certain podcasts when I'm walking around, when I'm commuting, etc. There are some podcasts I think, okay... I'm going to listen to this podcast, make myself a copy, sit in the chair, and I'm actually going to take notes on this podcast. So there are some that I can just listen to as and when, and it doesn't matter if I don't get 100% of the content. Other ones, I will be sitting down and taking notes. What do you think your students are doing?
1: They're doing all sorts of things. They're listening while they're taking their dog for a walk, They're listening while they're ironing, doing the shopping, exercising, cleaning the flat. And the average commute in the US, these are US statistics, is 22 minutes. So a lot of people commute by car, by train, by bus, and they'll look for podcasts that are about 20-30 minutes and they listen on their commute. So... It, it really doesn't matter where they listen as long as they listen. And everybody, I think, has their particular listening habits. And not only that, some people have particular podcasts that they listen in particular situations. I have a podcast I listen to just before I go to sleep every day. I have another podcast I like to listen to in the car. So... People have their habits, we all do, and it's so varied that it's hard to to nail it down and classify exactly for every person.
0: It's interesting you talking about you have a podcast you listen to every time you go to, to sleep at night. If I wake up in the middle of the night, I will listen to a podcast. Which one? Anything, anything, really. I mean, I sort of download a load of podcasts and I think, okay, what do I want? I don't really want to listen to anything that's too detail-focused. So it could be just a general interview with somebody. That works fine. It's rather like somebody reading you a bedtime story. that That's what I how I think it works.
1: It is, and I can't listen to a podcast that's got a lot of loud... Music in it or lots of laughing I can't listen to comedy podcasts but if it's a soothing voice and it is a story or an interview then that brings me down I'm not looking at the screen I'm only listening and that kind of brings me down ready to go to sleep but it has to be a soothing podcast like yours very low key very interesting and without lots of whistles and bells and loud music in the middle to wake me up.
0: I mean, this is talking about the wide variety of podcasts. I have been recommended a podcast. I start listening to it and I'm... There's just no way the voice, as you say, the music, maybe the background sounds or music to give it... And I'm just, whoa, that is way too much. It's very very personal. Absolutely. When you fall upon someone who yeah I like your content. I like the way you do your podcast that That can be great. One of the problems I'm having now that I've noticed recently a lot of people will have a sponsor for their podcast. A lot of people will have various products and services they're selling they're they're promoting their website, which is absolutely fine. I have noticed a lot of people are putting all that right at the beginning of your podcast. And I listened the other day and I was intrigued and somebody went on for three minutes about their website, subscribing, I have these products and click this link and da-da-da-da-da before we even got in. Well, okay, now we've got that out of the way, welcome to the podcast and let's go. And I thought, absolutely not. I can understand people promoting their products and services. Some people are out there and their podcast is their main income. I totally understand that. That's not in my case and never will be. So I totally understand people trying to monetize it and it is their main source of income. But the first three minutes is sell, sell, sell. I'm not comfortable with that and and that was a very short-lived not going to go there
1: again. No, I agree with you, especially if it's the first time you're listening to the podcast and you don't know the podcaster, you don't know what it's like. Obviously, you don't want to be hit in the beginning with a string of advertisements. There's a very famous podcaster in America called Tim Ferriss, and he has a very wide audience, hundreds of thousands of listeners, and he has six minutes of advertisements before he starts his podcast. But knowing that, I fast-forward six minutes, as you would do with the TV, because sometimes we get interrupted watching TV with advertisements. I fast-forward and get to the interesting bits. So if I want to listen, I'll suffer the advertisements. I understand he needs to make money. And to be honest, I'd prefer that than having a paywall, because I know another podcaster called Sam Harris, also from the US, also with a very big audience, and he gives you half an hour... And if you want to listen to the rest, you have to pay. Well, I don't want to subscribe to another thing and pay a monthly fee. So I will put up with the advertisements if the person is really good and he has a high or she has a high profile. So I know what you're saying, but podcasters also need to make money.
0: I mean, I think this is such an interesting thing because... When I meet people and they say, oh, you've got a podcast, how much money do you make? None. <laughs> Why don't and then you make you say any you money? Play, and then
1: you say, you play golf, how much money do you make? Exactly. Or you go scuba diving, how much money are you making? It
0: is. And, and I always say to people, my podcast is about telling people stories. Those stories can be, you know, their travels, their experiences. Some of those stories are incredibly personal, mm-hmm. incredibly emotional. And I would never in a million years feel comfortable making money out of that person's personal story. We've had tears. We've had laughter. And there's been podcasts where I haven't even done the ending because I've literally been sobbing. And those podcasts are incredibly special Mm -hmm. and very different to talking about somebody's holiday or, or various experience. So for me... I find it quite funny that people are very direct, well, how much money do you make a month? And I say, okay, let me explain to you a little bit about the ethos of my
1: podcast. It's a hobby.
0: Exactly. It's a passion project. And I feel incredibly honoured that people do give me the time to sit down with them and talk about their story. And then they sort of go, oh, right, okay, fine. I think a lot of people have this perception that you automatically made a lot of money by having a podcast or a podcast is a way to make a lot of money mm. so when you sort of stop them in the tracks and said okay yes there are people like that but not everybody's like that and i'm not in that group and never will be and then it's like okay well now tell me about your podcast it's almost let's get the elephant out the room first <laughs> how much cash have you made this month you know, if you managed to buy a house or, you know, bought yourself a new pair of shoes this month, or, or how's it going?
1: Very interesting. A lot of people know. Some people do make a lot of money out of podcasting. There's another America... It always happens in America, doesn't it? Joe Rogan. I don't know if you're mm-hmm. familiar with him. One of the most popular podcasters had a deal uh, two years ago with Spotify that he would be exclusive on the Spotify platform. And to do that with his podcast, they paid him $100 million. So yes, you can, but you have to be someone like Joe Rogan or Tim Ferriss or Sam Harris. And 98 of podcasters are not. And so many indie podcasters like us do it for the fact that we love podcasting and we're interested in what we're podcasting about. And no, you do not have to make money with with your podcast and it doesn't have to be a bad thing that you're not making money
0: so Craig last question then as a podcaster and you're sitting here with your English podcast t-shirt on
1: free advertising
0: absolutely what have you learned about yourself being a podcaster
1: that's a very interesting question I've learned that I have a passion for something and I'm very careful when I use the word passion and even when I use it it doesn't quite capture it because passion is a very very strong word and I would say an incredible fondness and love of podcasting and it took me a long time to find something that I'd be that interested in and I'd be willing to go around the world to conferences about something because yes I like teaching I've always enjoyed teaching English but it was always a job and a job that I enjoyed but when I found podcasting it ignited something in me And when I started going to podcasting conferences and met other podcasters, I realized what a wonderful community it is and how lovely the people who podcast are. Now, as I said at the beginning, when we started talking, the medium is changing and a lot of politics, money, business is coming into podcasting and it's starting to change it. But it's the indie podcasting community of people like us who have small podcasts and we're very passionate about what we do that for me has really changed my life because I've been accepted into the community I've got lots of podcasting friends now we go to local meetups in our area about podcasting so it's opened a lot of doors for me but how has it changed me personally as a as a person I'm not really sure I think I'm a better speaker I pause more when I speak. I don't um and er and r, So it has improved my speech. It's almost completely removed my fear of speaking in front of people because I've given presentations on podcasting at conferences and other places. So that's really helped my self-confidence. So I think I'm a more confident person now. And if you said to me, Craig, what's one thing that you'd really enjoy talking about? It's podcasting. It's my hobby And it takes up a lot of my time and I just really enjoy the medium, not only passively as a listener, but also producing it as a podcaster and podcast editor.
0: One of the things about podcasting and a question I get, how long does it take you to do a podcast? And that's an interesting question because researching your guest, it could be you meet somebody at a party or just wherever you meet people Talking to them about the podcast, or maybe you've got a bit of an email dialogue going along. Okay, you've sorted out what we're going to talk about, you've sorted out the time, the date, the place, a little bit of content, recording the podcast, editing the podcast, putting it on all the platforms, doing all the emails that go with it. Have we got the photographs? Have we got the social media? I mean, I always say to people if the podcast is 30 minutes, It's probably taken me at least double that to actually get it to get it out there in the ether.
1: That's very quick. Sheila. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, so I'm. underestimating
0: I'm underestimating. Greased the time, lightning.
1: Right? Yeah. Well, it depends. I mean, how long's a piece of string? It depends because you can put a lot of work into a podcast around the actual recording of it. I mean, here we sit recording for let's say thirty minutes. That you have to do. But everything post and pre that, before and after, is where it takes the time, in my opinion. The recording of it is the easy part. We plan the podcast using Google Forms, my co-host and I. It takes time. We have to think of a topic. I get audio feedback from listeners. That has to be listened to. Then we record and then I take the audio away. And for a half an hour podcast, it could take me up to two hours to edit. Because I have to bring in audio feedback, introduction, outro. Then there's the sound treatment. Then there's the promotion. You have to create banners and artwork. You have to make sure people know it's there. Send emails. We also have a monthly newsletter. So there's lots of things in and around the podcast itself. Not only the recording. So it's really difficult to calculate. If I sat down and worked out how long podcasting took me I probably or possibly wouldn't do it because even though it's kind of connected to the business in a way it's definitely not cost effective and I do it because I love it and it's an important part of my life and I recently started bringing on guests as you do to mix in with episodes with my co-host and that's more work because you have you know you have to schedule with people find the right time Maybe they're not sure what they have to do, so there's emails going back and forth. It gets very complicated, but it keeps me interested.
0: That's quite scary, listening to the amount of things you have to do for your podcast. I don't have
1: to do it, though. That's the thing. I want to do it.
0: Yeah, but your podcast is very different, isn't it? I mean, I've got a guest. Nine times out of ten, the guest is on screen because it's a Skype podcast with the States or the UK. Doing a face-to-face podcast is fantastic.
1: Yes, it is. But it's is. a
0: rare occurrence. Having a conversations with somebody, I don't have the amount of work you have to do, and especially with a co-host and a newsletter. So, Craig, any final thoughts on the world of podcasting before we finish?
1: Well, thank you for for having me on. I've really enjoyed chatting to you about my favourite topic, as I think listeners have gathered. And if you are listening, and you're thinking, well, maybe, you know, I've got something that I'd like to talk about. I've got a voice. I want to get my voice out there. Jump in. The water's lovely and warm. It's a fantastic community. And do it as soon as possible. You don't have to be perfect. Just record 10 podcasts. You don't have to publish them. Record them, see how they go, and make a start. Because it is a lovely hobby. It's not expensive and you don't have to make money doing it.
0: I think that's very wise words, and I have to say, having the podcast, I'm not sure I call myself a podcaster, I have to say. Yes, you are, Sheila. Well, I'm not sure about yes, that. It's the best thing I've probably ever done, and I'm still very much a student of podcasting. There's always something to learn. As you say, the world of podcasting is changing, but. For the foreseeable future, I mean, I'm nearly coming up to two years and I would certainly hope it's something I can continue with. And uh, yeah, as Craig said, if you fancy it, give it a go. go give for it, it a go. So, Craig, thank you so much for being a returning guest on the All About You podcast.
1: It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: I hope you enjoyed the conversation Please subscribe on whatever platform you are using. It is free and if you would like to tell your story, please contact me on allaboutyoupodcast at yahoo.com and let's tell your story.